Are you seeking more energy, inspiration, wisdom? If so, you're not alone. Each episode is a glimpse into the live discussions we're creating at TogetherWeSeek.online. I'm JJ Geronimo, a lightworker and curious soul, interviewing some amazing practitioners and lightworkers to explore inspiration and ancient wisdom with the goal of illuminating our knowing, brightening our path, and further manifesting our work. This is a special episode for me. You know, I don't really spend a lot of time talking about my work or some of the projects I'm working on, but I have to say today, this week is pretty fantastic because it marks the one-year anniversary of launching my third book, Seeking. I think I finally feel like an author, (laughs) which is funny because I started publishing books back in 2011, 2012, And I hit it. My first book, I hit it. I was embarrassed at some level and I did not want my job and employer to think I was taking my eye off the ball. But I felt like at the need to share the stories that I was gathering from women, that I was gathering from people that were 5, 10, 15 years ahead of me. And I was writing for my daughter too, because I feel like it's still quite an uphill battle for women. and. Trying to work and keeping everything going, whether it's a choice or not, is hard. It's hard. And then when I got on the road and started talking about the book, because of course people found out about the book and asked me to come talk about it, I realized that so many women wanted to get to the next level. They wanted to make their goals a reality, whether it was their main role or something they were doing off the side of their desk. And after my second book, I thought it was done. I was like, okay, two books. That's good. Still wasn't calling myself an author, but I felt good about the information I was sharing. And then I had a life crisis of my own. You know, crises are kind of subjective, but for me, I just felt like all the work I had done to date, I just really didn't know where I was going. Things around me kept happening, falling apart, breaking. People started showing their true colors and I really had to do my own self-discovery. I didn't really know who I was. I was so used to delivering and driving and being, and I felt alone in so many ways that I needed to just figure out who I was. And of course, there were many things I talk about in the book that happened that really kind of catapulted me into really doing it at that point. But when I started the process, I really didn't think I was going to talk about it. I wasn't planning to share it. I was on a personal journey to stand up straight, feel like I am inside my body and align with something more purposeful. Not that I hadn't been doing that to date, but in a different way, in a different way. I was kind of to the point where, why am I doing all this? Why am I running around and keeping everything going? And when things start happening around you with people you love, I think you start to question yourself and life. And that was something I had to do. And so I showed up in an energy practitioner's class, not registered. And she said so kindly, you're not registered. You shouldn't be here. But I think she could tell by the look on my face that I needed it. I was at a point where I just needed to lean into myself in a way that I had never done before. Little did I know, like that was the beginning for me in so many ways. Trusting myself, 
creating space for the whispers, and believing that I was enough. I think that's a really big thing for a lot of us. So much of society is telling us how we are not good or what we should be doing differently or how we can look better or be better. And I think I just needed the space to be like, am I good? Am I good Am I as I am? Is this what I'm supposed to be doing with my life? Are these the relationships I'm supposed to be in? And one thing led to another. When I continued to visit different energy practitioners and read books and do some self-exploration. I don't know what mission I was on, but I was desperate to figure out who I was and why I'm on the planet right now. Days led to weeks, months to years, and I visited so many different practitioners and I've read so many books. I always say you can check out some of my favorite books on Goodread because I keep track of all of them and I'm constantly referring them. I had some pretty amazing people cross my path too that really gave me some key lessons about how I viewed money, how I can sidestep my ego, and help me implement tools that I can use to really dig into the darkness, the stories, the experiences that I could let go of, things that were no longer serving me. And one day I was in Pennsylvania a place I would visit one time a week. After the kids get on the bus, I would drive away two hours to meet with Paula. And I remember one day laying in her office on her massage table. And I was going through a set of different frequencies. And when she came back to the room, I said, you know, Paula, not everyone's going to be able to do this. Not everyone can drive to Pennsylvania and meet with you. How are we going to get the message out to more women? Women that need this information, but don't know where to start looking, don't know who to trust, and don't know how to find each other. Little did I know that that really was the basis for my third book, Seeking. Seeking is a story, but it's more of a tool book or a handbook of different Areas of your life that you can dive into deeper that will help you remove the darkness, that will give you insight to your inner wisdom, and that'll give you the confidence to lean into your whispers. Now, when I started to put this book together, I had a huge aspiration published by Hay House. So I attended their writer's workshop and I submitted a book proposal, which I'd never done with any of my books because I feel like I co-create my books with the universe. I sit down and use my fingers and body as a tool to transmit information wrapped in my experiences. Well, I'm lucky because they didn't even really look at my proposal. And even though at first it was devastating to me, but frankly, it was a gift. Like so many other things in the world that don't go the way you expect. Because I wasn't ready to write the book at that time. In fact, I shelved seeking for another nine months. And it wasn't until women started to ask me questions of things that were already in the book. Like, why do I have so much self-doubt? Or just can't seem to get along with my mother. Or 
why is my mother in my life or what lessons am I supposed to be learning? You talk about that all the time. Or I too am struggling with perfectionism. And how do I work around this ego? I think for many of us, we have so many hurdles that we have built up over the years that we don't even realize are struggles or obstacles that are holding us in a standing pattern. I think for many of us, there's many steps to our layers and we have to start somewhere. So the way that I broke the book up is into five sections. So part one is stepping into your whispers. It's really looking at how you receive nudges and how do you ground your plan. And you may need to do some solo trips to understand how you view success and adjust your own frequency. And then section two is redefining your self-worth. There's so much I had to do with how I talked to myself and how I saw myself. That section also includes so many chapters on money and shifting your abundance and leaning into gratitude. I then move on to section three, which is uncovering your life lessons. The real reason things are happening in your life, the interdependencies, and the energy around you. And then I move into section four, getting present with mindfulness, which really digs into the lurking energies and fears that fuel your self-doubt, and then talks about the difference between mindfulness and meditation and how you can be too busy to celebrate and even lose your confidence at times. And then the fifth section, I talk about shifting your frequency. Shifting your frequency has been the underpinning of how I have shifted my life's work, how I have leaned into what is calling me. When I really talk about the energy you radiate, your fuel stations, your stories and boundaries, and your seasons, of course, we have to break away from so many of the demands in our life. And how do you light up the road ahead so that your life's work can unfold? I think for many of us, we just need a little reminder of who we are and why we're here. And I think seeking not only has allowed me to step into my space as an author, but was a beautiful journey with the universe to co-create this book, to remind women that we are here for a very specific reason. And that we have chosen to be down here right now. And with that, we have to find ways to dust off our gifts, remember our tools, and align with our light. And that is the beauty of this book, number three, Seeking. And the most amazing thing happened when I started writing the book after I got all those questions from so many women. The book not only was just coming out so fast, but I found some amazing editors, cover artists, people to publish, people to market, people to work with me on podcasts. And I'm really looking to package all of this up and help many of you that are looking to write a book. Or if you have a book and you wanted to get more attention, I think I'm going to be working in January on helping shine light on more women's voices, specifically women that are here to heal, help, and guide. 
So the timing of this book was serendipitous because I wasn't ready to write it when I submitted it. And me going through the process of putting this all together has been such a gift because I now know all the steps and I can share that with so many other women. And as many of you know that maybe have written a book, you have to read and reread and rewrite, write again and read again each chapter. And as I move through this, these amazing 74 key findings emerged from the text. And it's funny because I reached out to my friend, Michelle, who's a numerologist and also hosts retreats in Mount Shasta. Let me share with you purpose of 74. Now, the beauty is I'm closing up the back here and moving to this number. I see the appendix. I have included all the energy workers and books and resources I've used through my process so that you can use the same people too. And that's really the beauty of this podcast is sharing the energy practitioners and people in my network that can help you illuminate your path. So if it's something you've only listened to once in a while, it's an amazing resource you can use to move through when you're ready. So with that, I would like to read you the end of the book. If you are looking to jump in, you're second guessing your next action, your gifts and your work. There is more beyond the book. So as I look at the last chapter and even the 74 key findings, there's no accident. After editing and restructuring this book, I was surprised to learn the deeper meaning behind the numbers from my friend and lightworker, Michelle Lane. She's an energetic embodiment coach and master quantum numerologist. This is my interpretation of our conversation. 74. The number seven and four combined represents letting go of conditionings or patterns we have collected along the way that have been holding us back. This creates space for our light and gifts to shine through. Seven plus one. Seven plus four equals 11. Number 11 reminds us of our knowing and intuition with a powerful connection with these energies of the universe, ourselves, and others. One plus one equals two. The spiritual number two highlights a partnership with the universe, ourselves, and one another to work together to co create as you have a higher role on the earth. My hope is that this book gives you additional glimpses into your knowing that shape your journey ahead. As you end this book, remember, you are one with all and you have everything you need, including support, love, wisdom, and connection to empower your whispers. So with that, I am sharing this with you as I am celebrating and leaning in to what I've created. And I hope you lean into what you are creating. Let's not be shy about our gifts or shy about our accomplishments or keep our whispers under wraps. This is the time for women to lean into who they are. And I think for so many of us, we are waiting to be perfect or waiting to have everything accounted for. And for us, we don't have a lot more time, so we need to get going. And if you don't know where to start, I encourage you to pick up a copy of Seeking. It is available in all formats and start from whatever chapter is calling you. 
And of course, you can always reach out to me in most platforms, drop me a DM, ask me a question, or join me inside the community Together We Seek. There are a plethora of resources to help you work through whatever lesson you're in now and create space to let go of what's no longer serving you so that you can illuminate the path ahead. I'm so glad you're on this journey and I am honored to be on it with you. And I hope you find the tools you need to make your life work a reality. With that, I'll be on next week with another amazing life worker. And that's a wrap. See you again here and over at togetherweseek.online where you can join live discussions with energy practitioners, healers, and spiritual leaders. See you there. Thank you.